Hi, I'm Jessica, and when I'm not drinking all the coffee, watching Razorback sports, or hanging out with my family of boys, it's my passion to help elementary music teachers just like you find your unique teaching style. My goal with this podcast is to share helpful tips, strategies, and to give you the motivation you need to gain momentum in your teaching so you can continue being the music teacher rock star you already are. Well, hey there, friends, and welcome back to the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. Today, I am going to talk all about how to prepare your classroom for summer. Now, I realize if you're listening to this that you may get out of school in May, but you may go all the way through June, and I actually met a music teacher the other day from South Africa, and she goes from January through December. So, you know, if you're on that part of the world listening to this, then you can just apply what you're learning today to later, later on in the year. Okay, so first of all, Preparing your classroom for summer is something that you really don't think about when you become a teacher, (laughs) especially a music teacher, because you have all the instruments and, you know, all the things. Um, I honestly never knew how much went into it or how big a deal it was until I had to do it the first time. I I just, you know, was like, oh, we'll just lock our classroom up, lock our classroom up like we always do and just, you know, go on our merry way. No, no, no. It's it's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> so not only to mention, I'm going to talk about this too, but my classroom in the summertime is used a lot for the summer program. And then a couple summers it was not. It just became a, it's so frustrating trying to figure out what went where. And then when you come back to school, sometimes your stuff that you had stored even in another teacher's classroom got moved or it... Um, ended up not coming back in your room the way it should have been, whatever. So we're going to talk about all those things, the things that I completely figured out what to do and what not to do. And I'm going to help you before you feel like you're going to lose your mind up in here, up in here. Okay. All right. So let's talk about the big items first. So, okay, let's go ahead and start with storing your instruments. Um, so you may or may not have, you know, large mallet instruments or orf instruments, if you call it that, and, you know, drums, and then probably a whole heck of a lot smaller rhythm instruments. Um, you may have keyboards or whatever instruments you have in your classroom. We're going to start with that. Okay. So first of all, if you are lucky enough to be able to store your instruments in your classroom, then awesome. Okay. So, The instructions for that may be um, your classroom may have a stage inside your classroom. Um, Some schools do. My classroom had that. And so put it as far away from the middle of the floor because the custodian is going to be cleaning your classroom pretty thoroughly. Like I said, unless the, you know, summer program is using your room. Um, But during the summer, they'll probably be waxing the floor. So the whole goal is to get as much of your stuff off the floor as possible and put away. So the first thing I want to say is if you have, okay, so like I said, maybe you have a a little stage in your classroom, then put the instruments up there. Um, Maybe we're talking about the large instruments first. And, or maybe you have some large cabinets in your classroom, then put them in there. Or I would not advise putting them on the stage in the gym um, because that, you know, it's just, not locked up very much. I mean, it probably is in the summer, but it's just not a wise thing to do. So 
If you don't have a spot in your classroom to put your instruments, there are some other options. First of all, if you have somewhere in your home, maybe you have garage space or maybe not the attic, but maybe you do want to do in the attic, or maybe you just have extra space in some kind of room in your house, then you could bring your instruments home and just keep them there during the summer. Or um, maybe your school has some kind of basement, like a storage or even a storage room. We all know schools usually have an empty classroom that's not being used or the counselor's office. Usually um, my counselor had a her own actual classroom. And so a lot of times just teachers are so great about, you know, if you just ask, sometimes you're afraid to ask, but just don't be afraid to ask and say, hey, I have to have somewhere to store these instruments either because they're using your classroom for some kind of summer thing or your classroom might have tile on the floor and a lot of the teachers' classrooms, the classroom teachers, have carpet. And so they're going to want your floor pretty empty so they can wax it or whatever. Um, so like I said, bring the instruments home, store it in a storage closet or cabinets in your classroom or on the stage, um, the basement or storage room in your school. Um, yeah, just find somewhere to store them if you can, okay, or bring them home with you or whatever like that. Now, the smaller instruments, you may already have them in just little uh, containers, little plastic tubs that you just keep in your classroom. Well, maybe they're in some kind of Ziploc tub or something like that. So all you have to do is simply put a lid on it and then you can just store them inside of like a big tub. Rubber made box is the word I'm looking for. Um, you could just put them in that, okay? Any of your instruments that you can just store in that and then the box you can just, like I said, put it out of the way. Um, or wherever your big instruments are going, you could just keep it with that as well. Okay, so that's for instruments. Now, the other big things your classroom has is maybe you have some tables that you either have student computers on, or we've done, we've talked about keyboards in the music classroom. You may or may not have that. You may have some chairs that the kids sit in just to maybe play the drums, or maybe you use them just for a few things. Um, I never had a bunch of chairs, but just a few chairs for doing a recorder or keyboards. Um, that kind of stuff. So with the chairs, you're just going to stack them and move them as far away from the middle of the floor as you can. Tables, a lot of times you can fold them up and just move them out of the way as well. Same thing with risers. Now the risers can go like on the gym stage if your principal's okay with that. A lot of times they use the stage in the summer for storing new curriculum coming in or paper. If you work at a Title I school, you're going to have a whole lot of things like that delivered before the school year starts. And so you just need to make sure whatever you do, you ask, you know, the teacher, if you're asking them to use their classroom or ask the principal if it's okay with them, if you are moving your stuff to a different spot in the school for the summertime, okay? They're going to be totally fine with whatever you do, but it, you just need to ask, okay? Or if you say, hey, can I use that that room that's not being used for my stuff? If they say no, then you, if you say, hey, do you have a suggestion of where I could put it? A lot of times they'll definitely come up with a plan with you. So the next thing I want to talk about is you want to go ahead and think about the beginning of the school year while you're packing up your classroom. And you're like, what? why would I do that? It's summer. I'm wanting to get the heck out of Dodge and not think about the school year. What I mean is whatever you're going to need to start the school year off, whether it's a back to school letter, whether it is um, the first week of school activities you want to do, if it's any papers you're wanting to hand out to the kids, Make sure you have that somewhere that's easily accessible 
and ready to go so you're not searching for it and it's just easy to pull out of a you know a box or a envelope and ready to go so make sure when you're packing up your stuff i would suggest the very last thing you pack would be what you need first so it's on top okay i hope that makes sense so i want to talk about next i want to talk about labeling everything so i mentioned at the beginning of this episode that you show back to show back up to school and sometimes your stuff that you've asked another teacher to hang on to, and I'm not talking about the instruments, obviously everybody knows where that goes, but let's say you had eight chairs and you just need eight chairs for your classroom and you maybe have a couple tables or whatever else that is something that could, you know, kind of generally be used in any classroom. Well, I made the mistake of not labeling my things and then it became a matter of she said, other she said, and I was like, this isn't fair. They're not believing that's mine. For some reason, this teacher ended up just keeping my things and just conveniently forgot it was mine. And so I had to scramble and find what I needed. So with that said, just get you some masking tape. Okay, some of that white tape, put it on the back of your your items and label it. Now, does that mean Okay, we're on the honor system here, like you tell the kids to do, right? Does that mean someone's not going to be able to just peel the tape off and say, oh, no, it's mine? Of course not. But there's a better chance that they'll say, oh, there's tape here, it's hers. Or even something tricky is just, you know, with a permanent marker on the bottom of a chair, putting like a green circle on the bottom of it or something that simple. So you can say, listen, I put these dots on the bottom of all my chairs, so I know they're mine, and here's a green dot, and they can't protest. Um, Okay, so label all your things, Okay. That way, when you come back, there's no, it's just easy if all your stuff's in the basement. And another reason is, even if it's not a disagreement with a teacher, I'm not saying you're going to be fighting with everyone, but let's say your stuff is stored in the same place as someone else's. Well, it gets kind of confusing to remember whose stuff is where, because just because you put your stuff somewhere to store it in the school building, well, a lot of times over the summertime, it can get moved. Maybe the janitor's moving it around because they're needing to get to something. Or maybe, you know, teachers are showing up during the summer to work in their classrooms. And maybe they, what for whatever reason, I'm not blaming anyone. Um, this is not where this episode's trying to go. But um, you just may have your stuff in stored in the same location as someone else is all I'm trying to get at. So labeling it for that reason, too, it's just easy to remember, oh, okay, these were mine. Okay, it has my name on it. This this is where I put my stuff. Um. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is, like I said, um, think about places to store things. And so um, we already talked about that. But maybe in your garage, when I mentioned earlier about storing things, make a garage shelf. And maybe you're not bringing home all your instruments, but maybe you're wanting to just bring home a tub of stuff. I would not suggest more than a tub of stuff unless you have to take your instruments home for a certain reason. Just one tub of stuff to have... (laughs) at home to work on in the summer no more than that and maybe just make a shelf in your garage to just keep it on or you want to keep it somewhere that's easy to get to in your home um okay so the next thing I want to talk about is you can start organizing your classroom before the last day of school now what I mean by that is don't just start taking out every bulletin board and having your students come in the last week and just be like, oh, well, she's pretty much done. We might as well be too, you know, because <laughs> it's sending a message to your students that I'm not really, I'm totally in summer mode. Y'all, you know, we're done. 
Now, let's be real. The last week of school is cray cray in the membrane, right? And so <laughs> you're, you are just, you are mentally done. Let's be honest. But you have to just keep on keeping on. And so if you start tearing down your walls and you just have, you know what I'm talking about, the cork board without even any bulletin board paper on it at all, and there's no motivational posters anywhere or um, any kind of anything on your walls, then the kids are just going to be like, oh, well, she's checked out. And you want to just keep, you know, keep everything up as long as you can. So what I mean by you can start organizing before the last week of school or the before the last day of school actually is start organizing your books. Maybe, you know, as the school year goes on, you have a shelf of books that you read to your kids or you include, you know, literacy in the music classroom. Um, well, of course, they're going to get disorganized as the school year goes on. So maybe you're okay. I'm going to organize these. So in the, when I come back to school in the fall, then they're already organized and just ready to put back on the bookshelf the way they're supposed to be. Or you can go ahead, like we talked about labeling things. We'll start just putting labels on things. So that's done. That's something that's done. It's sometimes the littlest things that sometimes if you just do a little bit as you go, when you're packing up your classroom, it's not going to take you as long. Um, another thing you can do before the last day of school is take down things you absolutely don't need that the students won't notice. I mean, maybe things like the procedures that have been hanging up all year. If you take those down, there's a good chance they're not going to notice they're down anyways, okay? And let's be honest, you're done talking about procedures the last week of school. <laughs> so take that down. Um, maybe you can go in and take down a few instruments that are not going to notice are gone or any of your teaching resources that you're like, I'm going to go ahead and start cleaning up this shelf. Of course, the kids are not going to notice those types of things because that's your area. That's your desk. Um, let's talk. And then now we're going to talk about keep a running list of what you took down. Um, okay. So what I mean by this is, I, I mean, I have a pretty good memory, <laughs> But it's so amazing how you can be gone for two and a half months, right? And you come back and you're like, well, wait a second. What did I have there? Was that my tempo posters? Or did I have solfege? Or wait, did I put the drums here? I mean, sometimes maybe you're not like that. But for me, I kind of just made myself a little checklist. Uh, first of all, a couple checklists. The first one is the checklist of everything that needed to get done. Or things that need to get done before the next school year, like I said, like organizing your papers for the first week of school or um, organizing, did I label my things, that kind of stuff. And also make a checklist of kind of jot down of where everything goes. Maybe you can draw diagrams or things like that. So you remember where it goes in the fall. Another great way to do this is to take pictures of your classroom. I mean, you probably have some pictures going on all year long anyways, but if you take pictures of your classroom, you can kind of remember the setup easier. And then um, that way when you come back, you're like, oh yeah, that went there. Oh yeah, I remember I had that there or whatever. Um, it's just easier. It's just, it just keeps you on track and on task. So you're not spending, you know, an hour when you come back to school trying to figure out where you had everything going. And um, not that you don't, but it's just anything to simplify and to help you out to just get your mind focused and you can enjoy your summer. The more you do now, the easier the fall will go when you come back. You won't be scrambling to get your room reset up and trying to remember where everything goes and all that. So another thing I want to talk about is start cleaning your classroom. 
Now, of course, the janitor will clean, but, and also, please make sure you thank them as much as you can. They do so much. But clean your room the best you can. Maybe you, I mean, you're obviously probably Lysoling your your instruments as the year goes on and probably at your students at this point because they're just, it's getting warmer outside. <laughs> but start cleaning your instruments, wiping everything down, throw things away you don't need. Um, maybe this is the time where you could start wiping down I don't know, anything that you can think of, start vacuuming your, your rug if you have a rug in your classroom. Um, maybe you want to clean the whiteboard a little bit. You know, anything that you can think to do, that'll be things that you'll probably have to re-clean some things when you come back, let's be honest. But anything that you can think to do to clean before you go off for summer, that is just going to be, you know, any deep cleaning you can do to just disinfect your room would be awesome. So let's talk about storing technology. You, I mean, depending on where you teach, you may have a lot of technology, you may not have very much at all. And it doesn't matter. That's not the point of this podcast episode. We've done episodes before where I've taught you um, what to do if you don't have a lot of resources and how you can still teach regardless, even if you just have the dinosaur computers, it's okay. But storing technology safely, one of the tricks that you may or may not already, may not already do um, is to put trash bags over your computers if it's not a laptop over the computer monitor and then also over the computer itself because that way it just keeps like dust from getting in and just keep kind of keeps it covered during the summer months also uh, this is pretty captain obvious but make sure you unplug everything and make sure you also let me mention make sure you unplug everything before you start covering it up with trash bags (laughs) Uh, obviously but make sure you unplug everything pull it away from the walls Um, make sure you don't stack anything on top of the computers, make sure you, if it is laptops or student iPads that they are stored away in their cases or where they need to go, um, make sure, uh, your smart board is put away correctly. You have somewhere that you can store that and label it too as well. Remember we're labeling things. And then the last thing I want to mention is offer to help other teachers if you finish early And because remember, we want to treat others the way we want to be treated. Music teachers, a lot of times, we feel like we're on an island on our own. You feel like, you know, you're a one-man show. And so you want to continue, even the last week of school, forming those relationships, really getting to know these teachers, obviously. You know them pretty well by now. But always try to reach out to even the teachers you feel like you have a hard time connecting with. Maybe that's the one you go in and offer to help because... You never know. They're going to really appreciate that. And in the fall, they're going to be like, man, I remember Miss Peresta really helped me clean up my classroom. That meant a lot to me. So just always go out of your way to help others. Okay, so I wanted to mention that. But I would love to hear about what you do to prepare your classroom for the summer so others can get ideas as well. So if you are on Instagram, I would love for you to take a snapshot of you organizing your classroom and getting it ready for summer and share it on Instagram and make sure you tag me. And I'll share it on my Instagram story so other teachers can see as well. You guys have an amazing, if this is your last week of school, have an amazing rest of your week. Maybe your last week is not coming up for another week or maybe even another month. And if so, you're almost finished no matter where you are in the school year. And you guys have done an amazing job. I know this time of year is so extremely hard. And I know that everyone is exhausted. And I don't know if you've seen, but there is a meme going around. Um, I don't know who started it, but it's called Maycember. And... 
basically may simber is so hard because it's harder than december and busier than december but you don't get any gifts so i just want you guys to keep going and know that you're not alone in this all the teachers are dealing with so much stress right now and you guys are doing an incredible job all right y'all i'll be back next week have an amazing week bye thank you so much for listening in to the elementary music teacher podcast Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, I would love for you to review the show and leave a rating on iTunes. To find out more about how I can help you gain momentum in your elementary music teaching career, head to thedomesticmusician.com where you'll find free downloads, courses, the blog, and so much more. Continue teaching music and never doubt the impact you're making each and every day in the lives of your students.